Welcome to Gone Fishing, a show diving into the cybersecurity threats that surround our highly connected lives. Human vulnerability is almost completely ignored in the security awareness space. But why is that? Every human is different. Every person has unique vulnerabilities that expose them to potentially successful social engineering. It's time to change the focus and bring it back to the human factor. On this show, we'll discuss human vulnerability and how it relates to unique individuals. Assessing the constantly evolving human risk is how we make our company safer and more secure. I'm Connor Swalm, CEO of FinSecurity, and welcome to Gone Fishing. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Gone Fishing. I'm your host, Connor, CEO at FinSecurity, and I am joined once again by Tom Lawrence, CEO and founder of Lawrence Technology and YouTuber extraordinaire. Tom, how are you doing today? Oh, having fun, man. Having fun. Wonderful. So if you missed the first, this is part two of a three-part series on using YouTube to grow your business, what it's all about, how to get started, and, and how to think about it in general. So if you missed the first part, which is why you should think about getting started on YouTube in the first place, I would highly recommend taking a look at that. Tom was dropping some knowledge on us. He is a very accomplished YouTuber. I'll say that even though you might cringe internally a little <laughs> bit in front of me, but I'll say it. Uh, more subscribers than I've ever than I will ever have in anything. So wonderful. <laughs> so today we're talking about how to get started in YouTube. So how did you get started? All right. So as we covered some in the last one, I just started throwing some videos up on YouTube because people had asked me. The good news is the getting started is easier now than it was before. Although the market feels more crowded, more people are doing it. Don't just try to be a lifestyle vlogger. Please don't. Uh, we have a lot of those. You have to be really, really engaged and compelling uh, because the people that are doing it right now are very, very engaging and compelling. And so if you look at so if you're just doing some lifestyle or we talked about comedy, probably not. Let's bring it back to what's actionable for the, probably this audience is going to be. Let's talk about creating tech content, creating things you're passionate about, things you are a subject matter expert in. So getting started in there, think about those things, especially we mentioned last time, and I'll mention it again, it's you ask, they answer. That is kind of the answer with YouTube. There's a, that book will talk about listening to your clients, what questions are asking, the people you engage with, and how do you answer those questions? How do you bring that knowledge to them? You don't just say, hey, I can do this. You can create a tutorial. There's even, uh, there's a big demand for this because people ask me, and I'm just terrible. I'm not good at Azure. Uh, there is a YouTube channel out there. Uh, and they disclose, if I can find the podcast, I'll link it. Um, they disclose in a podcast that even though they are only at like the 10,000 or 15,000 subscriber mark, it's bringing them in $30,000 a month in revenue by training people on Azure stuff and how Microsoft Office works. They don't even have that many views. There are yeah. thousand views on these videos, but it can people recognize them as these people are the experts. If I have a problem with my Azure dashboard and how I set up some of these things, or I'm having a trouble integrating Active Directory things, these are clearly the people call. They have whole tutorials on it that are long videos that are explaining all the intricacies, as you know, as a coder <laughs> to, uh, to do this. You look at people, even if you search for coding, like Python courses that are three hours long with a million views on YouTube. That's a you know, but there's an audience for that. Yeah. So start with something you're passionate about. Start getting it out there based on, of course, some of the relevant questions that you want answered that people ask you. Yeah. You had said something in the in the previous uh, episode, which is along the lines of pretend your client is sitting in front of you asking a question. Whatever that question is, 
if you like to give that answer, you should make a video on it and put it somewhere for posterity. Oh, yeah. Giving that answer and, and just putting it all out there like that, it, even if it's something that may seem in a lot of this tech stuff seems mundane to us about how we sort an email. But you already know someone's going, oh, sorting email, man. I got this ticket that this client they keep opening because they they've, they they think they lost all their emails. They just changed the filter. <laughs> they're in they're the like, wrong yeah. inbox. <laughs> those, are, those are actually very helpful things. And there's going to be someone who says, I don't feel like dealing with the tech guys because they make fun of me every time I submit a ticket for this. They're going to Google, how do I change filters and outlook and you know that like the back of your hand do some videos on it you'd actually be shocked at how well some of that type of content does and actually how many uh people at a help desk probably will just copy a link to that video and the answer to the ticket is please watch this <laughs> here's the answer <laughs> i've gotten the weirdest screenshots one of them does include the fact that hey time i want to let you know verizon is sending your videos out as instructions on how to set up firewalls <laughs> like verizon corporate was sending it to their end users <laughs> hey, if, if it's broke don't fix it and that sets free publicity for you isn't it oh yeah i thought it was great when someone screenshot uh it said this is our internal corporate mailing please do not share and he's a friend of mine he tweeted it they shared it on twitter with me i'm like oh god that's hysterical like that's he goes yeah verizon corporate sent me your video when i asked them a question <laughs> <laughs> Commission check is arriving uh, any any day now. Tom. Yeah, I was like, this is wonderful. <laughs> it made me laugh. But if you think about that, that's it helped us people. We're, they're especially the ones that are going. How do I get this ticket solved the fastest? Look, there's a video, and they'll watch a video. Going, the yeah. video's accurate. I don't care who made the video. I don't have to explain this in depth to that user. <laughs> that is <laughs> no. I I see that mentality a lot, specifically in my generation as well. Is I am more inclined, and everyone that I work with is more inclined to. Google a question as opposed to picking up a phone call and asking a person that I know is an expert, because I would rather go see the search results, look at all the YouTube videos that show up first and say, all right, this three minute one looks like it's going to help me with my problem. And instead of having to go through, uh, click eight, if you'd like to talk to a live representative, all right. And then you're going to talk to seven more robots before you get to the person. It's I've clicked, I got, I buy YouTube premium, so I don't have to ever have to watch an ad again. Yep. And it just starts right away. Yeah. I have a, I have a relative that's in a remote area and they broke their phone. I ran away. They didn't know how to get the SIM card out. They're like, you're not, you said where it is, but it doesn't make any sense what you said. Cause they just said there's a hole, but it doesn't open. They couldn't see the seam. So I like, I sent a video and it's with their Motorola phone and how to pop the SIM card out. And they're like, Oh my God, that was easy. I'm like, yeah, I don't have that <laughs> phone. And I, I don't, here's a two, like the first search result on Google was the answer. And I just texted it to her and she's like, Oh, thank you. She cool. found it helpful. <laughs> uh, there's a reason. Let, let me Google that for you is a very popular website for you <laughs> or uh, RTFM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so other than this Q&A style content, what, what kinds of content were you thinking about making early on? Or was it, was it even that thoughtful? Or was it just Oh, that's a cool question. I like this video. Let's do it. Oh, it's I, I did leave a lot of these videos up. Uh, my channel definitely pivoted. So you, you want to start with an idea of what you're going to do, but don't fall in love with that idea just too hard. And because there may be a point where you pivot and it's kind of interesting because there's even um, like Unbox Therapy is a huge yeah. channel with millions of subscribers and me and him started doing the exact same videos. Did you know, he used to have a retail computer store and he no. used to do retail laptop repair and his first videos were how to repair laptops. I have those videos. I have a whole bunch of teardown videos of how to fix certain model think pads and stuff like that and how to do repairs. So that was some of the videos I did in the beginning. Uh, I, also, I started with the firewall videos, but then I'm like, well, I, once you have the big tutorial on firewalls, I don't need to make another one. That one 
there's nothing new to add to that. So what else can I do? I don't know. We have a, re- I a retail computer store, so I have a bunch of laptop repair videos. Uh, so a lot of the early stuff is kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall Do you figure out when, yeah. what's going to stick. Um, those videos actually got a lot of engagement because I was the first person to post how to do certain screen repairs and how those come apart. Um, you know, iFixit was just getting started. I didn't have quite the vision to turn into iFixit. Mm-hmm. Uh, if only I did, I'd be in a different position. Um, but Nonetheless, those are different things. You look for what you're passionate about, what you can put out there. So early videos were, you know, first the firewall, then some of the repair videos. And then slowly I started figuring out what the audience was looking for and what I had a passion for. And uh, it it aligned to a lot of the enterprise tech that I cover that I do. So I used to watch Unbox Therapy to decide what kind of headphones and what kind of uh, screens I would buy for my computer. What What did you have for your recording gear early on? Now, this is where tech nerds are terrible. And there's a whole discussion, as we know, we, me and you belong to some uh, group yeah. slacks. And you will watch the nerds go crazy buying stuff because we have the money to do so. And the answer is always the same. And you probably, if you play games, you'll, you, you know this oh, yeah. type of gamer. I didn't lose because I wasn't good. It's because I didn't have the latest video card. My views on my channel are low because I didn't spend more money on my gear. And people get caught in this loop. There's something about things like, and let's bring up Instagram, or let's roll backwards, let's bring up Vine. The constraints you have around you, they kind of force you into a creativity niche. And that's why some of these little platforms that give you constraints are so helpful in the creative process. If you constrain yourself to the most basic of equipment, and right now I am still recording on a probably eight or nine year old Yeti microphone. And the reason I'm recording, it still works. It's fine. That was the minimum. Now for my actual studio, when I'm not doing podcasts, I actually have a nicer Sennheiser, but I didn't actually buy that until about a year ago, well, two years ago now before I went to uh, something higher end. Start with the minimal gear, figure your purpose out first, figure out what you're going to be doing. And I still have videos that have absolutely incredible number of views that are filmed on a Logitech C920 webcam. And it's because the content matters more than anything else. The content, the form, how you present it, figure out those skills and slowly decide when you find the limitation that you keep hitting going, all right, I just can't, my audio is bad. Definitely you got to start with good audio if you're in tutorial worlds. Um, But Once you get over that, the camera doesn't matter as much. Think about how you present it, how you're articulating it, focus on those things, and then later buy the gear to augment uh, your storytelling. But if you buy all the gear, you don't know what to do with it, and you'll end up with uh, me sometimes uh, being guilty of this too. There's a box of things I don't know what to do with. I've given a lot of it away because I'm like, like, we can do this bike. I'm like, can you take it? No one really wants to buy these. They're you buy a mic for 300 bucks, it's completely not the one you should have bought, but you watch this YouTube review on it. It turns out it didn't. Yeah, it's not a box. So <laughs> I have this five-year-old blue Yeti mic that I think was 60 bucks when I bought it. And I don't know if I have a C920, but I do have a Logitech yeah. uh, webcam right here that records in 1080. And, and that's and it. And even now, uh, the content we produce for Business Technicalities is done on a, what's that company's name? They make the little movable webcam. Um Insta360 webcams. Yeah. Those are great. Those are amazing. And not only can you start with them, there's still professional game YouTubers and stuff like that that are going, wow, this thing is so good. I can use it. Matter of fact, it may be the only camera you need if you're just doing in-studio stuff. And it's 300 bucks. It's not the, the cost of getting into YouTube is your time. It's the learning. It's the figuring out how to put together your project. It is not the gear. This is should be. You're doing yeah. it wrong. 
if it is. Now, if you're Mr. Beast, that's different. You're doing the, it's all about the production, which also, by the way, most of Mr. Beast is filmed on GoPros uh, and Mark Rober. Once again, he spends over a million dollars per video and between the iPhone and GoPros, he's admitted that still videos that he has, well, his last one, I forget how many million, but you can tell by looking at it, yep, that's yeah. a GoPro. Yep, that's that's just an iPhone video. And here he is spending a million on production. By the way, he didn't spend a million on the cameras. He's not shooting IMAX here. <laughs> yeah. You know, it'd be a really funny video. I don't, if uh, Mr. Beast made a video that kind of broke the fourth wall, it's like all of his things start with a state. Let's see how expensive of a video we can film with uh, production value or whatever. Yeah. Hires some person to do the production and cut the video and audio up for like a million dollars. I don't know. I feel like that'd be really funny. Yeah, it'd be kind of interesting to do all that. I want to see him shoot with an IMAX camera. Why not? But even his stuff's like still a lot of GoPros and stuff like that. And once again, it's not the gear, it's the story. Uh, I actually tell people all the time, Casey Neistat's Guide to Filmmaking is a 10-minute video that will change your mind about how things are when it comes to it. And he jokes around that his first HBO special, and he holds up a camera, a cheap little handy cam. He's like, we filmed an HBO special with this. He's like, you know... And he breaks down why that matters. He's a really good storyteller. He's really strong on how you build the narrative around it. And I see narrative and things like this if you're telling a, a, some biopic, but you're not. You're just creating tutorials. But if you think on those big scales and bring it down to how you're going to create the tutorial, how you're going to have a good middle and a good ending, those are really important. You, you hook them in the beginning of telling them what they're going to say and it's the ending that matters too. Cause if you are finding it, you're just putting in filler, you should have ended it already. So you've got to have the ending where you wrap it up. You know, you got to have a video that no one wants to stop watching in the middle of. You wouldn't watch a movie that you could turn off in the middle. If you did turn a movie out in the middle, it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> so you got to have something where you wrap it up and boom. And now you've got something complete. So thinking in those full terms is way more important than any of the gear. I, I've always gotten two pieces of advice. The first is, um, the, the, Production value initially doesn't matter. The quality of the content, and uh, you mentioned something in our in, in the last episode we did, which was how much your your passion bleeds through into the content matters more. And the second thing that matters most is if you have if you're out of content, you have nothing left of value to provide. Just end the video. It's end like, it. Just yeah. end the video. Is are those accurate? Are both oh, those yeah. things accurate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When is people ask why my podcast, um, which by the way, my podcast, um, the new one we have is probably in the top five percent because it's crossed like half a million downloads or more. Um, even my old one, we ended up in Forrester's on for a Linux podcast, and it made the Forrester's top one hundred list of podcasts in tech. Which I thought was funny. I'm like we just we just talk about Linux, but turns out we're we're people who are extremely passionate. My co-hosts were also like one of them works for the Linux Foundation. He works on a little project you might have heard of called Let's Encrypt. That's actually <laughs> one of his babies. And uh, but you know you love watching. This is just a human condition here. We love watching people who are passionate about things and that makes it kind of fun. And especially when it's tech, like, cool, I don't just want to watch a tutorial about tech where it's slowly and methodically explained, but someone who's really put the time in, really thought about this. And, you know, my favorite comments are, hey, Tom, you don't tell me just what buttons to click. You tell me why to click them because anyone can go, uh, third box down, don't check that one. Second box, check this one. Uh, Put the number 12 here. (laughs) It'll work. But I want to explain why it works. And that's where the passion comes in. That way people know, oh, if I adjust this number 12, it can vary these conditions about these settings. And that is where I I like going a little bit further, but that takes some passion and knowledge to understand and uh, be an expert in it. You don't have to go this in depth if you're just doing some 
uh, videos about how to fix things in Outlook, some general customer stuff. You know, I, I bring up Outlook because I hate Outlook, but <laughs> but you could do printer videos on how to fix printers too. Boy, wouldn't we rather send a video on how to load the HP drivers and things like that? Um, but those are things you can still bring to the forefront, put it out there, get some videos that are clear, concise. They don't have to be more than even a minute long. You'd be shocked at how many short videos that I have watched on things uh, that solve problems. I'm speaking of, I'm wearing a Garmin watch and I was an idiot, didn't know how a couple things worked. Turns out there's a couple videos that were two minutes long and I figured out the stupid problem I was having because it wasn't well explained or intuitive the way they did the UI on this. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes those, uh, if the content is, can be delivered in a very short period of time, that's the best. Then go for it. It doesn't need to be it. any longer than it needs to be. If, if you're just telling someone how to do something simple, then just make that simple video with as many minutes as need. And you don't go, oh, yeah. I didn't meet this five minute, 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute goal of the video. I have hour and a half videos that have incredible number of views. I've got four minute videos that have a lot of views. Uh, it just, that's when the content was over. This is, this is all the information I have on this particular topic. Awesome. It solved the problem and answered the question that I asked in the title. Move on. Move on. So we, we have just get started. Doesn't matter what content you create. It has to be that you're passionate about it. And if you're out of content, just end the video. You don't need gear. Just Get a laptop with a crappy camera, get a, yep. a $60 get a, microphone. Yeah, yeah, the Blue Yeti is probably one of my still just buy it. It's recommended for starting. Uh, that way, you, if you decide this isn't for you, you you've only spent $60 yeah. on a microphone. <laughs> and you could still use it for all of your Zoom calls. So you probably oh, have yeah, to do it for your Zoom job call anyway. better. So I don't, it's definitely great. I mean, don't buy the whole XLR sub. That's, that's expensive. That's um, a lot more yeah. learning of how to ingest all that. This is easy. It's just USB. <laughs> so, so that's all of the, like tactical of how to get started. What would you say to somebody who is having, they are the reason they're not getting started with this. They think they're terrible on camera. They're afraid of public speaking or any variation. It's all in their head. What would you say to them? One of the ways that I've gotten better at public speaking, when you edit your own videos, there's nothing more punishing than ums, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, all the disfluences that you have. I still have them, but I, I'm better and better at not having them, which is because I have to edit them out. So I punish myself by saying them and then having yeah. to edit them. The more you edit yourself, the more you think consciously as a feedback loop. So I think that's really good. There's also, I'll just throw out there Toastmasters because it's one I've actually yep. been to. There's other places you can go. You can watch other YouTube videos on how to speak better, speaking more concisely thinking about how you form your words. Those are all things you just build up over time. So yeah, you're probably, unless you're already a good public speaker, you may not be good at it. And if you are a good public speaker, you may have a problem staring at a camera rather than an audience. Yeah. So you, those you, there's a challenge. <laughs> there's a challenge either way. For those of you who don't know what Toastmasters is, it's uh, a club uh, that gets together on a consistent basis. There's a bunch of different local ones. Mm -hmm. There's probably one in your town, wherever you're yep. listening or watching this. And you get together with a group of people who are just trying to get better at public speaking. You play public speaking games to get you engaged in conversation and then also learn tips and tricks on how to not sweat through your clothes when you're trying to talk in public for real and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, storytelling and communicating is a huge skill, not just for YouTube, but for your career. I mean, if you're a level one help desk, I'm like to, teach, to learn how to speak better, communicate with management better, convey your message better and be heard will get you further. It works the same way for your real life as it does for YouTube life. <laughs> Is there any last tip or any last thing that people should think it, about before getting started? It's a simple but dumb one. When you start your channel, 
make sure you start it as a sub-channel and not under your username because it turns out even if you're one of the biggest people on YouTube, like MKBHD, that's his uh, actual like Gmail address and he just turned it into uh, a YouTube channel. They can't move or convert a channel even at his scale. He's actually talked about that in an interview that he's like he's 16 plus million subscribers and insiders, so to speak, at YouTube. And he still can't get his change. So when you start it, make sure you say, hey, create new channel and then have you, you can own the channel with your Gmail address, but make sure it's not the same channel that is the default one for your Gmail address. Because once you start it, if it's, um, I, I'll, I'll kind of out a friend whose stupid email from high school is Vanilla Thunder with a bunch of digits after it because of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a football joke because uh, he's a big dude and he was really good at football. But it's funny because now everything he does is now tied to that. What his YouTube stuff that he did for a while was all tied to that. Which I thought was funny. Uh, so definitely make sure you start it with whatever name. And it also allows opportunities later for you to have co-creators. That's harder to do if you own it under your same Gmail name. It's an easy but simple mistake because you're like, oh, there's the upload button. <laughs> but if you're yeah. on her name, you can definitely, you can't change that later. You can't move the views. You can re-upload the videos to a new channel you create, but those subscribers and viewers don't come with it. Yeah. And there'd be a lot of attrition. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird challenge, but it's one of those people overlook it and uh, you don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole before you uh, do that. So, <laughs> yeah. So just get started, folks. Don't yep. worry about the gear. Be super passionate and make sure you click the create new channel. Don't create it under your own. So Absolutely. that's that's the how-tos from Tom Lawrence. And once again, I'm your host, Connor, CEO at Fin Security. And this was a this was part two of a three-part series. We're about to do the next one as well on how to get started with YouTube and how to think about it to use it for growing your business. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about creating high-quality security awareness training campaigns that engage employees and change their habits then check out FinSecurity at phinsec.io or click the link in our show notes. Thanks for fishing with me. See you next time.